Joining me right now on Kumite TV is one Super Series featherweight prospect, George Mann. What's going on, George? Hi there. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you very much. How you doing? No doubt. No doubt, man. No doubt. Uh, let's start with uh, when you were young. You know, you you grew up fighting Muay Thai and playing football. You were successful in both. When you had to choose between the two, you know, how difficult of a choice was that? Oh, it was. It was very, very tough. Um, a, a lot of kids growing up, especially in the UK, the dream is to be a footballer. That, that's, that's the ultimate dream. Um, and to be honest, I, I was doing very well. Uh, I played at uh, Amateur League. I then played for uh, the West of Scotland as well. Um, it got to the stage that they were taking you out of, of school to go training. So it, it got pretty, in, pretty intense. Um, it, it got to the stage where I, I had to decide, like you mentioned, um, because it was becoming very, very tough. Essentially, I was going from one training session at football to the next session at Muay Thai within the same night. So eventually we, we realized that the harder the fights got and the harder the football got, one had to be chosen. Um, and here I am, Muay Thai was the one. Uh, essentially, it came down to w what I enjoyed most and, and what I had most uh opportunity and chance of being successful at and I, I'm glad I chose Muay Thai all the way. Are you still a fan of football? Do you follow the sport in Europe? I do actually yeah I follow I follow it a lot um, and to be honest I actually play again uh, just now basically um, it's something that I do uh, between fights just for a bit of fun obviously it's dangerous or injury wise but um, between the, the the long layoff from my last fight, uh, got back into it, keep fit, keep the uh, the body moving as well as Muay Thai, uh, and it just gave me another interest during uh, during a break. Yeah, you're originally from Scotland, but now you reside in uh, Australia. What brought you all the way across the globe? <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, an easy decision, to be honest. Uh, a, a lot of people would, would disagree that, that moving at a young age um, would be so easy, but for myself, it was a no-brainer. Uh, essentially, I was I was contacted by uh, a gentleman originally from the UK himself, Gavin Fuller. Uh, he owned one of the Muay Thai gyms here called Gav's Gym. Um, to, me all, to be honest, it's a smaller niche-based gym. Um, not many fighters, um, but they, they're very traditional. Um, so I came here, uh, Gav and Corey were the, the owners, they put me up, they looked after me, they ensured that I was comfortable throughout my stay, uh, and, and to be honest, it was it was brilliant. Uh, after being with them for approximately a year, uh, I had 12 fights with them, 11 wins. I did lose in the final of one of the tournaments, where we fought three times in one night, Um the reason that I decided to to move on to to Riddler's gym, uh, simply they've got it's a full time facility, so they've got morning classes, afternoon, night classes. They've got thirty to forty active fighters. They've got a trainer who's been around competing with high level opposition all of his life. So for me, I, I took a leap of faith, joined him, uh, and and here I am. So I've been in Australia now for about three years. So originally when I decided to come here, I was I was 17 years old. Um, I was do, doing what most would do at that age. I was living at home. I had a job, um, was going to training at night, wasn't taking it overly serious. 
Um, but but now that one championship are in the mix, it seems to have stepped up quite a lot. To be honest, um, it's it's essentially a full time job within itself. But certainly no regrets. I've been here three years now, and I'm loving every second of it. How much have you grown up in the last three years? You know, for a kid, a teenager moving to another yeah. country that you probably never been to, you probably don't know much about. You must have matured a lot. Yeah. To be honest, it was uh, was a learning curve. And although I had the support of Gavin Corey there, there were still a lot of life lessons that had to be learned. Um, and believe it or not, I didn't know how to cook properly. I didn't know how to iron my own clothes. Thankfully, YouTube showed me, showed me the ways. And uh, yeah, I met my lovely girlfriend one week into the country. So I've been here about a week, met my girlfriend, and we're still together three years later. So she's been part of that journey with me as well. She's helped me along the way. And to be honest, Australia, Perth, now, now feels like home. It really, really does. Um, but as an individual, I've grown massively, more, more than you could imagine. I think it's incredible. Well, it is incredible, man, because since then, since you moved over here, got to a new gym, you got signed by one championship. You made your big debut last November against Smoking Joe Nadawa. It's yep. a tough task, man, for a young kid to go out there and face one of the promotion's best fighters. But you went to the judges with him, and you performed well. How did you think about your performance? Oh, so uh, there, there was a lot going into the fight that was different to what I had experienced before. First things first, it was a... Uh, yeah, worldwide organization uh, with millions of followers. Um, going into a venue with, I don't know, 20,000 people is something I hadn't experienced before. Uh, I also hadn't experienced the four-ounce gloves, so that, that was a first time for me as well. Uh, and then finally, the, the cage. I had never fought in a cage either. I had never really stepped through in a cage, to be honest, until, until that night. Uh, so there was a lot to get my head around. Um, but regarding the performance, I was actually pretty pleased. Um, the, although I did lose on points in the end, um, the fight itself was extremely close. Um, round one, I feel as though we, we both came out strong. Um, I got a couple of sweeps on him. Um, I think I scored better in the round. Uh, Smoking Joe came out round two, same again, closer round, but, but definitely his. He, once again, he got a sweep on me also, scored better throughout the fight. Um, round three was a, a tricky one, which, to be honest, went worldwide. Um, about a minute and a half into the fight, into the round, that I was comfortable. I was I was winning in my eyes, um, and then I got hit with uh, an overhand just as I went to to throw the long knee. Uh, essentially, got got caught on the the side of my head, and yeah, a hematoma arised. And to be honest, it was something I hadn't experienced before. Uh, from that moment on, I was on the back foot. Smoking Joe came forward, pummeling as you would, uh, and he deserved it on the night. But overall, uh, I was able to show my ability on the worldwide stage. I was able to show that I'm I'm not scared, I'm not afraid, and also that I'm tough. You know, a, a lot of people look at me. I'm sure you can see on the camera. I'm a young guy. I, I'm a baby face, uh, as they say. Um, but I was able to show that I'm tough. I can get hit with shots. I can stand there. I can give them back. Uh, but to answer your question, I, I was really, really happy overall. That hematoma, it went viral around yeah. the world, social media, everywhere. There's a picture of you with that big, like a, like a alien, you know, growing out your head. 
How did yeah. your family react when you got back, you know, after the fight, when you got backstage? I'm pretty sure your phone yep. was already ringing off the hook with messages yeah. and phone calls. You know, when you talk to every, you know, your loved ones, what did they say? Uh, to, to be honest, all my loved ones, uh, friends, family, whoever were, yeah, obviously looking after me, giving me calls, sending me texts, uh, as you would do. Um, but it was funny enough, obviously, my, my parents don't live here. Um, they they live uh, in in Spain, believe it or not. And the night of the fight, they were actually on holiday in Australia, so they were sitting in my living room, watching my TV with me with a head like this. So I came back. My mum, as you can imagine, was crying her eyes out. She was a mess, making sure I was all okay. Asked me if I wanted to continue doing the sport, if I had any objections. Um, obviously not because uh. I'm rearing to go for the next one. But, um, yeah, it certainly was very hard for, for my loved ones, um, no doubt about it, but we're still here. What I think, when I, when I hear you talk about the fight, I, I, I hear that, I feel that you're, you've built so much confidence from that mm -hmm. fight. Is that true? Yeah, certainly, certainly. One other thing that I, I forgot to mention as well um, is obviously the way that one create their weigh-in setup. For example, fighters have to do hydration tests. They have to weigh in over a consecutive amount of days. And that's something that I hadn't experienced. Now that I have, going into the next fight, I'm prepared. I understand the concept. I understand the way that they treat the fighters, um, which is very good, by the way. Um, and, and all of it is no longer uh, uh, a wow situation. It's something that I can go there and say, I've experienced this before. And I'm ready to rock and roll. That fight was, you know, around six months ago, seven months ago. Why yep. such a long layoff? Yep. So the, the fight was, yeah, it was obviously, yeah, I think it was eight or nine months ago, actually. So it's one of the, the largest breaks I've ever had in my career. I was actually scheduled to fight again uh, two months after that. Um, to, to be honest, I was ready to go. Um, the head had recovered safely um, but I sat down with my manager Darren Reese um, and we discussed is it worth it I'm very young um, I've got a lot of time would it be best to take some time off focus recover properly although I was ready to go you never know the, the head's a tricky thing there's that many small things that could have went wrong so we decided have the extra layoff let's wait recover properly, hit the ground running with regards to training, learn from the last one. Um, so we're approximately trying to fight again a couple of months after that. I went to America on holiday with my girlfriend. We had three weeks there. So I went away, ate as much food as I could, came back once again, back into training. And and to be honest, it's just really been life that's been in the way. Um, enjoyed the holiday, work, uh, building a house at the moment as well. Now that everything seems to be ticked off the list, eight, nine months later, here I am. I'm raring. I'm ready to go. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to the next fight. Yeah, it seems like you have a good manager that's looking out for your you know, longevity yeah. instead of that quick, instant, I guess, uh, cash or whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's really, really looked after me. The long-term goal is something that's obviously very important to us. Me being a fighter, I wanted to get in there. I'm saying, oh, I want to fight, I want to fight. But I agree with his decision at the end of the day. It was a tough pill to, tough pill to swallow at, to, at the time, but 
um, I agree with him. I agree with the decision that was made. And although I've lost a couple of months of the the fighting, I've still been training and and I've been improving every day. Yeah, well, you know, you're only 21 years old, so you got all the time in the world. Now you're going to KL on July mm-hmm. 12th. You're facing Sorgrall. He's from the yep. world famous Pedyedi yep. Academy. What are your yep. thoughts on him and his skill set? So once again, another tie, another world class opposition. It's someone that's featured on one um, twice previously. Uh, both of those fights, he has fought kickboxing. Um, I did actually have a, a glimpse of them on YouTube. Had a quick look. He's very skillful. Um, he's he's fought the best. I mean, he's fought Sami Sana. He's fought Jordan Watson. He's fought um, Jimmy Vinat from France. He's he's literally been in the ring with with the best athletes at the weight division. Um, so I, I'm honoured that I, I can now be a name included amongst that list. Um, he's he's very skillful. He, he's got a lot of power as well. His, his right kick is incredibly fast, whether it's low body or head. He, he can throw it from anywhere, any angle. Um, he, he's a very good all, all-round fighter. If you hit him with speed, he'll hit you with speed back. Um, it, it's going to be a really, really interesting fight. Myself, I don't know how it's going to go. Um, I have prepared in the best possible way. I believe in my skills, and, and I think we're really, really going to put on a good fight for, for the fans at one championship. You know, you said you went to America for a holiday, you took some time off, and you got back into camp. How long has this camp been? You know, has it been a long camp or a short camp? What You know, what's going on with the, the schedule yeah. that you have? So we, we were unsure as to, as to when exactly I would fight. So I was in America enjoying the holiday, as you do, but um, every day I was still training. I was still running. I was able to, to go to a number of gyms there and meet a whole load of new people. Um, so I was still keeping actively fit. Uh, when I came back, um, I was raring to go. I wasn't sure if I'd be on the June card or the July card. Um, so came back, signed the July fight. Um, so the camp has pretty much been about maybe eight weeks, uh, eight weeks of, of hard training. We, we really have put in a, a good shift. Um, not Normally, we can prepare for fights in three, four weeks, uh, but this one has been longer. Um, but but to be honest, it's been it's been extremely beneficial. I've had some time off. The longer camp will, will get me switched on again. It will get me lean, fit, and it will just take me over that edge and, and will ensure that I'm fully prepared come fight night. All right. Well, in the main event on that same night, you have the featherweight kickboxing Grand Prix quarterfinals. Very, you know, yeah. you got Giorgio Petrosian versus uh, Pet Morricot too. Now, I want to get your. Uh, opinion about the first fight did you think that uh Pemorka won that fight oh so so the fight itself was it's a hard one to be honest I did watch it live I have watched it since um would I like to be a judge of that most certainly not um I, there's a lot of um pros and cons regarding it some people say he was clinching for too long some people say he he wasn't, you know, some people say Giorgio won, Pet Morricot won. There's been that many opinions thrown at the whole fight. Um, I think we can all agree the first one was a ridiculously good fight. And to be honest, I think the second will be even better. Um, the, my thoughts on the second fight, um, I'm just glad I'm on the card, to be honest with you. Uh, it's going to get a lot of attention. It's going to get a lot of hype. Both athletes are, are phenomenal. 
Um, I don't know who's going to win on the night either. I really don't. I'm on the fence. Giorgio is obviously one of the all-time greatest kickboxing legends on the planet. Um, Pet Morricot, likewise, but in the Muay Thai scene. Um, I was I was really, really impressed the way that, that Pit Morricot fought in, in the fight, actually. Um, if you were to go back and have a look at the fight, round one, he, he lost pretty comfortably. Uh, Petroisen obviously used his kickboxing strengths. He kicked him, punched him, done everything he needed to do, kept him at, kept him at bay. Round two, it was as though Pit Morricot sat down with his cornerman, created a whole new game plan within one minute went out and utilised it exactly as they planned. They they clinched him, they scored when they had to score, they took away Giorgio's um, talents, which are punching and kicking. Um, but, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And it just shows you how experienced the Pecha D cornermen are. Uh, and to be honest, I, I think it will be the same in the soccer fight with, with myself. By any means, if I'm winning comfortably in round one, I expect them to come out in round two with a total different game plan. They're experienced, they're highly, highly uh, intelligent, and yeah, bo- both of the P- Pitch and D lads are, are incredible. Well, before we get to watch them fight, we're going to get to watch you fight on July 12th, yeah. one Masters of Destiny, KL Malaysia. Thank you, George, man, for your time, and uh, good luck on your future. Thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you. Cheers.